Welcome to MedMen. My name is Pim Rolofsen. And I'm Andy White. And today we're going to talk about medic for SEs. So Andy, we know that SEs are always a very essential part of the typical account team working a deal, right? The brains. The brains, exactly. <laughs> and we cannot get the deals across the lines without them, right? No. And some of our customers have been bringing this question up quite a few times. And, and I think lately more than ever before. It's like, do you include SEs when you are on this MedPick journey, sure. with the MedPick adoption, right? Do you make them part of it? Mm -hmm. And so I think that today is all about discussing that. What do we think? What is our advice back to these customers? Um, so what are your first thoughts on this? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I think of Medic as a common language. And right. it, a common language is most best spoken when it's spoken across the most number of people, the most number of stakeholders internally. And there is no stakeholder that is involved in the deal more commonly than the SE. You know, they're there from when the deal is qualified normally. So they're there from the yeah. earlier stages, sometimes from the very beginning, depending on how you're set up. And they're the person that when they're not, you know, doing their part, which is, you know, the technical expertise, they're the person basically seeing everything that's going on. They're seeing the, the customer's reaction to what you say. You know, you can't yeah. look at everyone at the same time, but they might have a, while you're speaking in particular, they have a, a view of everyone they have. And, and the thing that I don't think people talk about enough actually is, no one really has as much deal experience yeah. as SEs because even if you're an AE, you're, you know, SEs are typically what? Two to one AEs, three to one AEs. I've worked at companies where there's one SE for five or six salespeople, right? Yeah, so absolutely. they're getting deal after deal and they're getting to see and feel and, and get a real good, you know, university of, mm -hmm. of deal craft and what, you know, they will see not just how customers react, but they'll see how one AE does one thing that works very well or not, you know, and they'll get, you know, so their, their like deal intuition is, is probably second yeah, to none. I agree. Have you had situations like these ratios? I, I recognize them. I've had a few of them. I also had a one to one ratio, cool. which was great. Yeah. Um, have you had a time where there was an absence of an AE uh, or, or of an SE for a short while and you had to do it without? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and it depends in my, in my career, it depends what technology I was selling as to how much of a problem yeah, that would be. For sure. Um, but yeah, fr from some points where it, it, it was just, I couldn't sell and yeah. you know, there was no way, unless I got lucky, I was not selling without an SE. Other times, you know, I, I knew the product very well and it was, yeah, by yeah. nature, lower complexity. So I yeah. was able to get my head around it. So on, on that scale, higher complexity, it's, it's, uh, you know, a little bit of love for SEs. I'm sure that we, yeah. that we both share that. Uh, we typically tend to say no champion, no deal, strong belief, right? Yeah. It's also true to SEs for, to an extent, right? No SE, no deal. And then mm -hmm. the more complex the, the seal, the more competitive it gets, the more that applies, I would say. Yeah. Um, and, and while you were talking just now, you know that you and I, we both follow, uh, one sport in particular, uh, we both do that, right? With F1. And I was just thinking about if you, if you are an AE and, and you, you imagine yourself being the F1 driver, right? yeah. you are on track. Yeah. You have someone in your garage next to the track sitting there analyzing with the help of a, a, a further team, of course, but analyzing when to make the right calls for the right things, when yeah. to go in for tires, when to uh, push harder, when to slow down a little bit to conserve and be yeah. able to finish the race, yeah. right? And it, and I was thinking about this is much like a, a sales cycle, really. <laughs> yeah. But if but if for some reason that engineer sitting on the side of the track doesn't have the ability to uh, have that conversation with you, speak in the same language, 
Like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna win that? Right? Is yeah. You, how, how does that resonate? Well, it, yeah, I like that analogy. And you can almost imagine it a bit like, you know, when you put yourself in that deal review, the deal review with medic, the deal review without medic. Yeah. And it's like the, the salesperson starts talking about their deal without medic. And it's just trying to make sense of it is, 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 is often a lot of waffle or fluff as, as right. different countries say. Um, and I think that's the same thing goes for the conversation with the SE and the AE about the deal. If there's no framework, no language to talk about, you know, they might be talking about the same thing differently. Or, you know, one person might be talking about, you know, they could still use a term like champion. But if you don't have a definition of what a champion has to be, then, you know, one person might be, you, you're, you're arguing over whether a person's a champion based on different criteria. And so, yeah, everything starts to, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to tap into this great asset of someone who's already said that's very, has a great intuition about deals, has as good a um, sort of view of your deal as you do because they've been there all along. Um, you're not going to be able to maximize the, the potential for that. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So effectively, what we are saying is that uh, the SE, a lot of deal coverage there, if not part of it, uh, you're not able to converse within the same language, within that common language mm -hmm. across a team. And essentially, you won't be able to uh, well focus on the right things in the right deals. Yeah. Right? And, and then yeah. another big thing on this topic, because this is a topic I love, is we, we in sales, we talk about being single-threaded a lot, right? We talk about how the salesperson should not be single-threaded to the organization, meaning that they're, they're just one person within the customer's organization they're talking to, right? right. Yeah. And that's common sense, right? You shouldn't, mm -hmm. because, you know, if anything goes wrong, you haven't got anyone else to talk to if that person leaves, anything like that, right? Um, and, and that makes sense. And people will debate whether it should be five or 10 or however many people. Yeah. And that depends on all kinds of different things. The thing that we never, ever talk about in our industry, which I think is kind of a bit daft, is the reverse single threadiness, right? So typically... In deals, it's the salesperson that owns all of the relationships, right? Typically, you might have like a good exec team who are trying to connect with the economic buyer and all that sort of good stuff, of course. But typically, the day-to-day -day team, everything, for whatever reason, in our industry, tends to go through the AE. And I think that's a missed opportunity. Some of the greatest teams I see, particularly SE teams, they take ownership of the technical contacts. So, you know, whilst the AE may maintain the relationship <clears throat> with their champion, the SE will build a relationship with their technical counterpart and build a yeah. technical champion, which I think is something that's just so, that's so good because we know this, right? We know that the customer, when it comes to technical matters, they don't want to hear from the salesperson. They want to hear from the expert, the sales engineer, yeah. because they have more credibility. They know they're not specifically a salesperson and, and for all the right reasons, right? As much as yeah. we as salespeople dislike that, that's the truth and that's, that's how it should be. Um, and so why wouldn't we lean into that? Why wouldn't we push uh, or give the opportunity to, to engage SEs to do that? And the other thing that's really good about this as well is, you know, even if you're doing everything right in a deal, sometimes customers go quiet on us. There's a period of time when they're in heavy decision mode or what, for whatever reason, there's another priority that's popped up. And sometimes we, even if we have a great champion, they, they kind of pause on us. They can, you know, they can just, you know, keep us in a holding pattern. Yeah. The great thing about having an SE that has a technical contact is it's someone sort of outside of that, that, that sort of commercial mm. group who we can ask to get an inside track of what's going on. And the amount of times I, 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 I'm going to give a shout out to one of the greatest SEs I've ever worked with, a guy called Ben Kennedy. The amount of times I would be able to lean on Ben and say, look, Ben, I'm not sure what's going on here. Can you, can you, can you find out? And he would drop an email or a text or something to his right. counterpart and you'd yeah. get the unofficial what's going on. And yeah. it would, you know, it would help you 
realign if you had to or yeah. take action if you need to. I also think that if you don't do this, the chances of influencing decision criteria are that much lower, right? Because typically these things are largely also made on the technical side of the house for a customer. If we don't tap into that, or if we only do that single threaded, as you said, from an AE perspective, you cannot really go uh, into the depth that you need to uh, to truly, yeah. Um, yeah, sort of transform it into the way that you would have your solution land mm -hmm. in the best possible way. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I see. You get the medicking. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's it. I'll say cheers to that. Yeah, thanks very much, Ben. <laughs> cheers. Cheers.